Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit lowelo.com. Hey, Miles. Oh, hey, guys. What's going on? Oh, nothing. We're just talking about how you were at PAX. It was awesome, guys. We played at the bar. All right. I'm done. You're listening to the only new legend podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low Elo. To Low Elo. In North America, TSM, Dignitas, and Good Game University take two. CLG upsets Curse to climb to number four on the season. Curse remains in first at 14-3. and three. In EU, Fnatic goes 1-0 but falls to third behind SK and Gambit. The Giants end up 2-0 for the week, including a win against number two, Gambit Gaming. Welcome to Low Elo episode 66. I'm your host this evening, uh, Dave, aka Compi386. With me is Christian, aka All Your Base123. How you doing tonight, Christian? I'm doing all right. A little chilly, but I'll pull through. Chilly? Oh, that's terrible. All right. And we also have Darkski, aka. Darkski, a.k.a. Shea Berlin. How you doing? Poor baby Christian. It's a little chilly, is it? It's I'm not the only one. over here. Everyone's, <laughs> saying, everyone's getting sick, including Jeff. Like, unfortunately for him, well, after PAX, he yes. got a little bit of cold. Yes, uh, Jeff cannot be here this week. He is sick, unable to speak very well. So uh, we shall persevere, and he is with us here in spirit. So... Uh, My spirit animals, Jeff Wyckoff. <laughs> in this episode, what's old is new again, and what's new is gooey. We have a great interview with a very special guest, and we take some emails. But first, let's talk about this goo. Now, Darkski, you and I have both had the chance to play with this guy, Zach. What do you think? I think he is kind of borderline op i mean people don't know how to play against him or as him yet so time will tell but that slingshot oh my that that slingshot is just i don't even know what to say (laughs) yeah and and if you haven't seen the video by now it blew up all over reddit of the fly by baron steel with the slingshot and it's really is he a one-trick pony though oh maybe but that trick is really good. <laughs> it's a, he might be a one-trick pony, but man, that is a good trick. But I, I think I, I like Zach a lot, and I got the opportunity to play him in the jungle a few times. And, you know, I always feel like AP junglers are a little bit awkward, um, uh, except for Fiddle. I mean, Fiddle's just, you know, drain away. But, uh, you know, like Jungle Elise, uh, the other AP junglers that can do it, it's all, it always feels a little awkward to me. 
Um, but on Zach, that slingshot combined with his ultimate is just so disruptive. And we were playing a game, I think the first game we went against a Zach Darcy, if you remember, Zach, I mean, he, he like slapped a, a Sunfire cape on Zach and it was just bouncing around in our back lines. There's like nothing you I think you were playing carry. There's nothing you could do. No, yeah, I was on Caitlyn that game. I would flash and net away, and Zach would just be like, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> and, I, and I could not kill him because of the uh, his passive just healing him so much. Yeah, the passive, and he's just bouncing around, giggling like an idiot. I got to say that as far as the, the concept for Zach goes, I think he's a tad silly. Yeah, he's... I thought it was a joke. Like, yeah. I, I, everyone else, I thought, oh, yeah, that's funny. Flubber on April 1st. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, right. That's cool. And then he came out and I was like, oh, they weren't and, joking. Okay. Yeah. And it's like the, like even something as little as the animation for when he stops walking is like so overdone. It's like he's just like, he's like arms like swing way out and his <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's silly. What? But like, at the same more, time, more, I, more... Think it's, I think it's good there. It, it's it's a departure from the seriousness of, you know, the past champions. They're all so serious, and now there's Zach, And it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. I was just going to say, like, over the top, uh, is this, are we talking about, like, Zed all of a sudden stopping doing awesome pose? Is it like, even more over the top than that? Oh, it's it's by far more over the top than that. And I I think I agree with you, Darcy, in that every every now and then when playing with or against or as Zach, you just kind of stop and say, really? Like, is his joke really him bouncing up and down like a ball? Or, you know, is he really giggling while he's, you know, it's not really giggling. They They got a deep voice for him. But, you know, he's laughing and bouncing around and. You're like, really? But I think it's, you're right. It's like bringing a, a certain levity to the game. It's like, uh, you know, why so serious? Yeah, it's it's a nice change, I guess. But at the same time, like I said, I, I didn't think it was real. There's no way they're releasing Flubber. Come on now. <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's a place for Zach to exist in his conceptually and how silly he is. But I, I, I want him to be the exception not the rule. Yes, definitely. I don't want every champion just to be over the top silly. One every now and again is a nice little departure, but yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you know, um but well, anyway. Never mind. So Zach, I mean his his leap is uh it scales up as you level it, the range, and it's just ridiculous. It it allows him... How do you ward against Zack? It's like that age-old Nocturne problem. You know, back when Nocturne's ultimate at level one was enormous. You know, how do you ward against a Nocturne? You can't. Zack is kind of the same way. He can jump from anywhere. Yeah. He can jump from Wraiths to the middle of mid lane. Like, since I play mid lane a lot, I've had so much trouble since Zack came out. The normal places I ward are, you know, the entrances to Wraith camp and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter. I have been hit by Zach so many times while fully warded. I'm like, well, wh- where did he come from? It's worse than Jarvan. 
<laughs> yeah, well, Jarvan, he has to use two abilities to, you know, go from one point <laughs> to the other. Zach, he has just, you know, puts his arm to the ground, just pew, slings out away for wherever he wants to go. I will say it might take you a couple games to get used to the kind of hold because, uh, you know, it's very easy in a, in a controlled environment. Oh, yeah, you just hold it down until it gets to the max range. Well, if you're, like, trying to get somewhere really fast, there's a team fight going on, you know, that can you can cause some misclicks there. I had one where I'd canceled it on accident and then just started ulting, like, way on the other side of a wall and hitting no one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's not – not to say that he's difficult. He's not difficult. He's very straightforward. And I like that his abilities match his concept. He makes a mess. That is his play style. He makes a mess visually. He makes a mess of the enemy team with his bouncing and his slows and his blobs all over the place. Um, so I like him. I think he's good. Yeah, no, he's he's really fun to play and... I think once people start to get used to him, he's going to not just be in the jungle. Like, I've been messing around with the concept of Zach mid for a while. Needs a little more testing, but I think there's something there. You would put Zach mid, Darkski. Of course Darkski I would. he puts anything mid. <laughs> it's like one of those boxes that, for children. Where it's got a circle, and he's trying to, like, match the square into it. This will work <laughs> if I hit it hard it's, enough. Yeah. Well, if the there. square is Zach, it's easily going to go through. So. Oh, yeah, because he's goo. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and but speaking of, like, uh, pro play, though, Skara did tweet that he thinks Zach is completely OP uh, and that he's going to be banned. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But uh, so we like Zach. He's, uh, he's fun. He's new. Uh, but let's, let's move on here and talk about someone else who's new an old familiar face, and that is Karma. Karma got her big remake. She got a brand new kit. She got brand new art. I believe the first time those have come at the same time. Uh, and Darkski, you got to play Karma. I only played her once and didn't do too well. So I'm going to let you tell us about the new Karma. New Karma is amazing. <laughs> her Q is just awesome for i mean i play in mid of course i mean we were just talking about me playing everything in mid <laughs> <laughs> the way her mantra affects her abilities you can just trade so well in like the early game and mid lane you can you can push you can heal yourself you can shield she just does so much in mid lane support i don't know i'm not a big support player but the base damage on her abilities seems like she could be a pretty decent sort of combat support but that's kind of up for debate for me because i played her in support and did pretty poorly so yeah i gotta say i have the same concerns from the old karma to the new as a support i believe she is still a bit lackluster now of course i don't have enough games under my belt to truly make a call there uh but from games I've played, the game I played, and observing games where other people played Karma support, it's just she doesn't give enough presence in lane. I mean, yeah, you can kind of harass with the Q, but that damage is might be really good at level 1, but if you're only buying support items with support runes and masteries, it's not going to do very well, you know, level 3, 4, 5, 6. You'd really have to max the Q first to really give presence in a lane with it. I mean, rank one, it's 
70 and then if, if you some for some reason decide to manta it, it it's like 140 base damage so it's you're really looking at no real damage in lane because <laughs> you're probably going to end up maxing the shield first since you support right and maybe there's sort of a, a janna gameplay style with her where you just sit back and shield the carry but i think that kind of passive support is really gone by the wayside with season three yeah it it doesn't seem to be as powerful as it used to be in Season 2, because Season 2 was so passive. Season 3 is all about aggression. And, I mean, if you play support the way I do, which is to say not supporting, <laughs> maybe you can do okay as karma support, but I think mid lane she has... She she does run into the same problem, though, in mid lane that old karma did. She's really good early game, and then mid game she's pretty good, but late game she just doesn't offer the same team fight power that traditional AP carriers will provide. Like she has the shield, which is nothing, since you're never really going to mantra that shield up. The shield's a, uh, a better improvement for late game than the old one, because at least it does, if you mantra it, you get the whole group around you and the speed boost, so it's a better late I, game than the old Karma. I will say this, that only having one, it's not a charge anymore. The old mantra was, you know, you had two charges. It, I think there's a lot more choice. And I think that's really going to unlock uh, people who understand the new karma is when to use that mantra, what to you, what, which ability to use it on and in what situation. Uh, because if you use it in the wrong thing, you're kind of screwed, which is probably why I did so poorly in my one game with support karma. Yeah, you really need to pick and choose when to use it, especially, I mean, mid lane again, you need to decide... You've got a 45-second window where you're not going to have that mantra. So you have to decide, do I need to heal now with my W, or can I do some nice harass with the Q? Do I need to push the lane? Or am I going back? Should I just shield and bail? So it it adds a lot of dynamic sort of gameplay that the old Karma kind of had, but not really. Like, there's a lot more variety in what her mantra abilities do now. Now, it, this is kind of interesting, too, because if you remember sort of at the beginning of Season 3, uh, after a few weeks, um, the mid kind of turned into a support role. You remember a few weeks ago when it was all about Oriana mid? Um, rise with the tankiness. Uh, it, it's almost as if there was a support, but I think we've kind of gotten away from that. Um, but Karma, you know does have that fought tail that teeter off in the late game that uh you know a lot of ap mids have well not a lot a few uh of the less traditional ones but uh yeah she she does because her main damage ability is just her q like her w does damage but it's a tether and it's a dot so essentially she has 1.5 damage abilities since she has no ultimate to really speak of, and the E is just a shield. So you get to late game, and most AP carries are going to have two to three abilities that are dealing damage, and Karma's just like, oh, I, I queued. Okay, yeah. I'm going to auto-attack for a while. Okay, I queued again. <laughs> so she does fall off quite quickly, but if you can snowball with her, she does a lot of damage. Like, that mantrad Q base damage is about 600, and it scales at about 0.5 on all three hits so you can do some serious damage in the mid game 
Well, yeah, you did go legendary in that one game. <laughs> yeah, the but, first uh, game I played with her, I was I ended up fourteen and two. I was like, oh, the calm is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, if you if you haven't owned Karma, now is definitely the time to pick her up. Of course, uh, you might have to choose if you don't have the IP to try to pick up Zach as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of brand new things to to the game that have uh, really made it better. Uh, so today we welcome back a special guest, a friend of the show, Miles, aka Uber Guitar Dude of the Ordles Band. How's it going, Miles? Yo, what's up? Thanks for having me. Loilo's the best. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Thanks. Now, now tell us first. First question. I've got three big questions for you. One, we just want to wish you happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's been like, I don't know. I usually don't tell that many people about my birthday, like online, because everyone just thinks I'm trolling because it's April Fool's Day. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> hey, it's my birthday. They're like, oh, that's. That's cool, man. Oh, right, but it's April Fool's Day. You're just, you know, an idiot. And I'm like, no, but really, it's my birthday. Please. They're just like, that's funny, dude. Nice joke. Come on. Come up with something more clever. And I'm like, please, please, just wish me a happy birthday and move on. Please. That's all I want. Well, I only knew because Skype told me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Skype okay. tells everyone that it's your birthday. Just so it's, you know. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the joke. There you go. Skype April Fool's. There you go. <laughs> okay, so so you got to tell us one story about April Fool's birthday, like you, the worst example of like your worst birthday ever. Uh the the my worst. Uh, I mean, it's 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 so vast, really. Uh, I, so <laughs> I've had people like I've had people tell me they're getting me like like PS3s or something to come out and like. Oh, okay, you know, actually, here you go. Check this out. This is this is the best one. And it actually kind of has like a happy ending. So I'm, I'm, it's right before I get my first acoustic guitar and the acoustic guitar that I used to record all the Ordle stuff. I see this guitar in this window and it's my birthday. I'm like, yeah, this is the guitar that I want. I show my mom and she's like, oh, that's, you know, cool, awesome, great. And I go into my, my private lesson for guitar and I come out and the guitar has gone. I was like, sick. My mom probably got it for me. The guy at the counter is a friend of mine. He's like, oh, yeah, someone came in and bought it. I was like, uh, you know, okay, funny, right? That's great. And so, like, I go out of the car, and my mom's like, hey, check the trunk. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, go, go check the trunk. And I was like, oh, sick, this is going to be my guitar. I open the trunk, and there's no guitar there. She's just like, April Fool's. So I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So I put my guitar away, and then I look in the back of the car, and there's, like, nothing there. I was like, what? Maybe someone did actually buy it. So I go home, and like it's it's you know like whatever like okay I get I get some stuff it's cool and like I'm kind of bummed that this guitar that I loved wasn't there but you know whatever I'm not gonna be upset about it and then out of nowhere my friend comes in and he's just like oh hey dude is this what you're looking for and I was like but huh, guitar <laughs> like I don't know it, it, it was just really awkward like because it was an April Fool's joke of an April Fool's joke. Of not a joke, I guess. Uh, it, it, April Foolception. That's it. Yeah, April Foolception. Well, we're, we're really glad to have you back on the show, and uh, you know. Uh, but uh, so the the latest, uh, you know, looking on your channel, of course, I'm, I'm a subscriber. The latest thing you've done is that pretty sick cipher. 
had no idea you were a rap star. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, the cipher. Uh, that's Sonny and I's first time ever rapping, writing rap lyrics, and or trying to rap. Like, yeah. ever. Like we we never we had never done that before, and we got called up for cipher, and we were like, hey, we gotta write a rap. We've never done this. <laughs> we well, you came off like old pros. Thanks, Definitely. man. I'm just kidding. It was pretty obvious as your first. Uh, <laughs> the, the whitest white guy ever. <laughs> you know what can I say? I liked the live action video though. Sunny, Sunny had Sunny. kind of like a Justin Timberlake slash Usher thing going on there. Yeah, Sunny pulled it off pretty sick, man. That video is really cool. Um, I mean, well, because that's the thing. Like we we were gonna end it, you know. We were like we're ending a cipher, so we gotta come out on a strong note and just like ah, uh, gotta bring it down. So we we tried. I think I think it came out pretty well, and we did that, and it was pretty great. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're we're happy with it, man. We're really proud of that, and it got a lot of positive feedback. And so you know, when the first time you attempt something, you get positive feedback from it. You're like, hey, I guess we kind of did something, okay. <laughs> so will this mean that uh, maybe for some of your future songs, you might do some live action? You know, because I'd love to see Sunny dressed up like Jana. <laughs> Yo, um, dude, real. Like, I, yeah, you know, um, I'll I'll get right on that. I'll, <laughs> yeah, tell him I said that. Let me just jot that down in my notebook. <laughs> Let's go ahead and memo him that. I mean, um, anyone can draw someone dressed up as Jana, but real men, you know, real men. <laughs> I want him to be Jana with a bow tie on. That's oh god. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on from that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So the big question, of course, is PAX. PAX. You guys did. And if you remember, when you were on the show last, we kind of joked about when you were going on tour. And uh, all of a sudden, you have this live concert. So we heard it was packed. There were people outside who wanted to get in, who couldn't get in. Tell us about your concert at PAX. Oh, man. Well, first off, I just want to say PAX, that was my first time ever going to a video game convention, and wow, it was incredible. Not only was the convention incredible, Riot outdid themselves with the League of Legends Riot booth. The whole thing was great. Um, all of the rioters there were incredibly nice, super supportive, helpful, like, like just knowledgeable. Everything was great. Uh, plus, I was there with Sunny, like, you know, the Ordos or whatever, and, and we were there with other YouTubers. Like, it was the Ordos. Player POV, Collar Ninja, uh, Lily Pichu, Natsumi, uh, Hotshot GG hung out with us. <laughs> like, it was all these awesome, awesome, incredibly talented people around me. And I'm just like, why am I here? This is, this is insane. And, like, all these people are so down-to-earth and nice. And that alone made that weekend 100% incredible, like, definitely up there with best weekend of my life. But Well, I'll tell you why you were there. Your yeah. your dope rhyme, my my dope rhyme. That's <laughs> my mad flow. Like, yeah, mad flow. Did you say dope rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> it's an American thing, dude. Don't hey, worry. hey, everyone, we're white. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um. Anyways. Um, um. So, aside from my dope rhyme, um, you know, no, that that uh that weekend was insane. But on top of that, you know, we got invited to actually play at the Riot After Party is, is where we played. And so 
the whole thing leading up to this, there were some shenanigans going on. Absolutely a little, a little sketchy. But uh, no, it, overall it was pretty cool. Um, and we actually ended up playing at, uh, it was this bar, basically. And it was a two-story bar. And we reached fire code like an hour before we were even supposed to go on. Like so no more, no more people could come in. Um, and there were people lined up down the street, around the corner, like literally like I, there were over like four or five hundred people like in line. Just like no, no, wow. no. maybe maybe not five hundred, but like like four hundred people in line, like rioters were there getting turned away. Like I, I remember going outside looking for some of my friends, like I was looking for Cody from Player POV and, and the rest of that crew. And I was like, yo, where are these guys? I want to make sure they get in, you know. And I, I went out there, and I'm seeing, like, Morello and Christian Link just getting, like, the bouncers just like, no, you can't come in, just, like, pointing at the white. I'm like, Morello, please come back. Like, all these riders getting turned away, all these fans, like, people, like, just, just left and right getting turned away. Um, and, you know, that was, like, kind of crappy, but whatever, you know, it's nothing we could do. So when people would leave, new people would come in. And so we went back upstairs, and we started our set. And... Let me just say, it was it was awesome, man. It was absolutely incredible. So, how was the crowd? I mean, it was I assume you just you played all your songs, right? Were there any lighters hold held up? Was there a mosh pit? I mean, what kind of energy was there? Um, surprisingly, like no, no, we didn't, I don't, I didn't notice any lighters really. Um, there was no moshing. <laughs> um, it was actually an interesting setup. There was no stage. We were just playing on the same surface as the the crowd, and. It was a weird, it was a weird, like, area to play in. But anyways, we are, like, in the corner, basically, set up in the corner, and then everyone else is just, like, shoved right up in front of us, like, on this, like, literally, like, from, you know, you to your monitor or whatever, and people are just right there, and you're just like, yo, what's up here in my face? That's cool. <laughs> um, so it, it was interesting, but there were a few fans there that knew everything, you know. Uh, there were a lot of people that kind of knew the songs but didn't know all the lyrics, and obviously the rioters there kind of knew stuff. And then there were a lot of new people like that didn't know us at all. But man, everyone there was into League of Legends. And so like when you would say like jokes, like the corniest jokes ever, you know, just like <laughs> about like Kenan or something. And and when you when you say this corny joke and you're up there like with your band being all like rock star or whatever, and you're like, here's a joke about League of Legends, you know, that's crickets <laughs> right there. No, everyone got it. Everyone was just like, yeah, Kenan, yeah. And you're just like, wow, how is this working right now? How do these people get this reference? This is great. So, like, in between songs, we had awesome talking and, like, banter, and people just got it, and, and Riot was there. Everyone was super supportive. Everyone was really into it. And let me just say, the band that we played with, it was, it was Sonny and I, plus a bunch of my friends from Berkeley, which is, you know, here in, in Boston, um, these are all, all friends of mine, and they were all insanely talented. So we actually played live with, it was me on guitar and vocals, Sonny on vocals. We had a, another guitar player. Um, we had the saxophone guy who played uh, on duo cue. Um, we had my drummer. Uh, we had a bassist and a keyboardist. So we had a wow. seven-person band rocking out all this stuff, and it, it filled out so well. And it was, oh, man, it was insane. Like, the energy from the band alone was great. But the crowd just reciprocated so well that it just like it it it, it was insane. It was the best. Like, it, I mean, obviously it was the best Yordle show, you know, because it was like, <laughs> the only one. But it, seriously, like, it was such an incredible first show for the Yordles, and I know for a fact, one hundred percent, I know it will not be the last. I know that. 
Really? Oh, yeah, okay. I, I know that. Of course, you don't want to divulge the secrets, but... Uh, no, 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 but I, I, I know for a fact it's, yeah, it, it was insane, man. Like, the, the positive feedback we got was cool, and just the overall crowd was just, oh, it was sick. All right. Well, uh, you know, thanks for coming on, Miles. That's uh, really great. We're really happy for you. And uh, it sounds like uh, PAX East was just just baller for you. Uh, is there any indication? Can you give us any kind of hints about uh, the next video, the next song? Um, oh, I, I did forget to mention that PAX as well. We premiered our uh, our newest video, which I don't know if you guys have seen. We actually got to premiere that at PAX, so that was really cool. Like, they, they played it at the Riot booth on the big screen, and Nikasaur was there, like, you know, doing stuff, and it's was, it was awesome. Um, let's see. As far as new video, we have a few cool ideas. We have... Uh, <laughs> We have a few that are kind of like more like story-ish, kind of like the older songs, sort of. So, which is cool. Um, and we have one that's that's based around skin themes. I guess I could say I could I could mm, dive okay. into that. Um, mm. A certain a certain theme of skins. We We're gonna get like tons of email now. Like I know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's pretty cool. And then. Um, other than that, I mean, some future stuff that we're working on. Uh, we're working on a. Uh, oh, we do have uh, live footage of of our our show. We do have we have the footage from the show. Uh, I'm waiting for it to actually get to me, and then we will be putting that up online. Oh, so great. we'll be able to see our PAX performance, which is going to be crazy. Mistakes well, Mar- and all. Then Morello can actually watch it, right? <laughs> yes, Morello can actually watch it. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so we will have that. That'll be cool. Um, we are working on some other stuff right now, which is pretty cool and top secret. <laughs> um, but that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Um, I don't know. I mean, we have a lot of stuff going right now from PAX. We're kind of like, you know, really hitting it hard from that. So just trying to hit the ground running and go as far as we can with all this momentum that we've got right now. Awesome. Yeah, no, we're really happy for you. And, uh, Again, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, and uh, don't stay away too long. We need to have you back here pretty soon. Yeah, man, it's always fun. I always love being yeah. on Spotify when you guys are streaming, too. Because, like, I'll pop on and people will be like, yo, is that the dude from the Yodels? I'll be like, is this Loila? <laughs> but, yeah, you guys are all awesome, man. It's, it's, always, it's always a real pleasure being on here and getting to check you guys' podcasts out and streams and stuff. So. Yeah, it's an honor. Uh, With all these new champions, last week's game, we asked you, the listeners, to send us emails about who you would like to remake next. So, Christian, let us hear what we got. All right. So, yeah, a lot of people wanted remake. uh, A lot of people uh, put gave in their input on what champion they want to see remade, and the most frequent champion that came up was Sibber. We have Andrew who writes, When I think of the champions that drastically need model and ability remakes, one terrible AD carry comes to mind, Sivir. Rarely do you see this useless champion played anywhere outside of bot matches. Her model is clunky and dated, her abilities underperform other AD carries, and she's no fun to play whatsoever. I main support and physically cringe a rare time so I have to support Sivir. What will your ideas be to make her not suck? Really? Because I don't think Sivir sucks. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but uh, 
maybe we see a lot less Sivers now because Blitzcrank is auto-banned. I mean, used to, you'd pick Blitz, Blitzcrank in a ranked game and like mid to high level ELO. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just pick Sivir and, and giggle. I mean, yeah. Spell shield <laughs> that and hell, look, hey, nice pool, Blitz. Ha, and just walk away. Now, I do agree 100% on the model. Her model yeah. needs some work. I mean, she's got yeah. a tri- triangle feet. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, another e- uh, emailer has something to say about that. Len says, Sivir's character model is so messed up. She has a butt crack that goes all the way up to her back and over her head and onto her face. From the game, <laughs> from the game view, wow. it looks like huge butt cleavage, but a closer look shows so much more. Somebody's <laughs> been zooming in a little bit too much, I think. Yeah, I think someone's getting a little bit too into that, and now I'm curious as to what he's talking about. I will agree that Sivir's pretty scantily clad, but... I think Janna is even more scantily clad. Ah, I don't know. Well, Jan, I don't know Jan's, you... Jan's become less scantily clad. Like she's yeah, her newer up. skins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think back way to season one where it's just like almost almost nothing. Like <laughs> whoa. yeah, but Remember? as far as Sivir's kit, I mean, I don't. Spell Shield is one. It's like a the dashes from like a Graves or Corky or Ezreal. If you can, uh, it, you know, cancel a Taric stun or cancel any kind of CC, that's a really powerful ability. It's also very difficult to use. So Sivir has a very high skill cap. So it is. It is. the reason yeah. you see so many terrible Sivers is because she's a lot harder to play than Corky, Graves, Ezreal. I remember. Trade. I remember. I remember playing a game. Uh, I was Sivir top. I don't know why, and I went up against uh, Darius, and I thought, oh, cool, I can just uh, spell shield, like, right as soon as he uses his ult. Um, yeah, that's really hard to do, the time that spell shield. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was pulling it off, and I ended up feeding really bad. I mean, you've got to have spot-on reflexes there, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, so did we get any other votes, or... or uh, yes. Sip- Someone mentioned, uh, this is from Will the Yordle. He says, Quinn is totally next, but not for a massive remake, but enough to make her good. I believe to start with, uh, I believe to start with, she needs two small changes. She may need more, but these two changes would be a good start. Number one, instead of having the cube blind targets, have it give vision if anything it hits. And number two, for the heightened senses passive effect, turn it into a flat bonus instead of giving it when Quinn hits her passive. Uh, Quinn's too new. She won't get a remake. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to happen. What do you think? Right. I, I have Quinn no is fine. Oh my god, <laughs> she does yeah, so right. much. She's so strong. If you if you play her right, it's fine. Given, Don't take yeah. her top lane. Top lane's silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. has just... been waiting like two weeks to say that. Uh, All right. <laughs> Play her in bot lane with a confident support and you dominate. It's not hard. She has so much trading ability with the enemy AD carry. It's like when Ezreal slowed attack speed, but even worse because it's a full-on blind. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. <laughs> well, All right. Thanks, uh, thanks for the game. Oh, did, was there another uh, one? Just, just, just one more real quick. Uh... Kyle writes, uh, he, he, this is a remake for Heimer. 
They need to change his ult. Instead of doing whatever it does now, he should turn into a giant siege tower like from Lord of the Rings. Give him a big health bonus, some armor and MR, increased vision over walls, but a massive reduction in speed as well. He would fire cannonballs doing AoE slow damage. Yeah, turn <laughs> just turn Heimer into a giant cannon siege thing from Lord of the Rings. I like it. Yeah. All right, make yeah. it happen. I like that. <laughs> and that's it for the game. All right, cool. Well, thanks for your responses, guys. Uh, next week, for this week, uh, we all got to see Riot's big April Fool's joke with Chew, or Cho'Gath Eats the World. If you haven't gotten the chance to uh, play that yet, then I'm sure it'll still be up. Go and give it a whirl. Uh, but uh, this brought us to this question. If you could design a game, design an entire game around a champion, which champion would it be, and what would the game be like? So, uh, send those uh, answers to team at lowelo.com, and uh, we will gladly laugh at you, or I mean with you, about them. <laughs> I mean, I'm so dumb. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, speaking of email, we also got some email, so hit us with that, Christian. All right. First up, email is from Elliot. He writes, Low Elo Team. I have a friend I frequently play with around level 20. He decided to be a jungler. His technical skills are just as solid as mine, but when we, we often lose games because of the ment mental or just street smarts of the game. He never wars, so we don't have buff control or many wards in the top jungle area. He doesn't give away any of his buffs, and he takes the kill on a gank whenever he can. Afterwards, he complains that his team was horrible while they could have won if they had just done thing, these easy things. How do I communicate to him that he should do these things? All right. So, well, first, um, make sure I, he down, I, downloads this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to come in and say I don't think any advice I have will help because I'm kind of in the same position as your friend. I'm a pretty selfish jungler. Except you do that no matter who you play, support, jungle. Uh, but a jungle's role on the team is not really to get fed and carry. Now, it does happen sometimes, and it can work depending on what jungler you're using, the enemy team composition, and your team composition. But usually, optimally, you want the AD carry, the AP carry, to get the kills, to get all the farm, and you want to play more of a support role. Um, one example is, a great example is a guy we used to play with. He loved to play Nocturne. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yep. what would happen is he would end up getting all the kills, taking huge jungle taxes and building Nocturne, building a lot of damage on him. <sighs> it's not that great. Not that great. Now, we did win a few games that way. But what's all you have to do on a jungler is usually be tanky enough to survive, to cause people to try to chase you, uh, to get them into terrible situations where they end up dying to your teammates. Um, and as far as the wards goes, try this experiment. Every time you go back, buy two wards. That might mean that another item that you were going to get might be delayed, but many times if you place those wards well, that can give you even more gold in the next three to six minutes. Um, I guess one thing I could put in is 
have your friends play a jungle champion. I'm not sure what what jungle champions he plays, but have him play a champion that's definitely not meant to carry. Like have him play, have him play Maokai. Maokai. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if he's carrying as Maokai, then well. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, don't. Well, that's that's a good good thing to do. Another thing to do is to uh, swap places with him, tell him to go mid, and then jungle, then take all the kills and all the farm, and uh, tell him he's a noob at the end. Yeah, <laughs> show him what it's like. <laughs> you know, give him a little taste of. Uh, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> all right, next email. Let's and let's see. Last email is from Nick. A summer name giggles thirteen. He writes, great show, keep it going. Can you explain the importance of runes? Do you all have a lot of different rune pages to accommodate many different champs, or do you take more of a cat more of a catch all approach? Do you all uh, do you all believe that the right combination of runes makes a big difference or that you can make do with what you have? Well, I oh, recently dark spent yeah. sixty thousand IP redoing all of my rune pages, so I think runes are very important. <laughs> I have room pages for every conceivable setup and matchup that I see in my day-to-day League of Legends play, including a few not-so-useful pages that I use occasionally, like my full mana page for Rise. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think runes are very important because they really determine your power before you have items. You know, 1 to 11 is more about runes and monasteries than items. Yeah, I'll, um, Giggles13, he didn't say what his summer level is yet. I'm guessing it's above 20, but if it isn't, wait till you get runes because um, the lower tier runes are not worth it at all. Yeah, I mean, runes are a big part of the game. And uh, one thing it does is it makes the game a lot more fun because you get to customize stuff like uh oh yeah darksky Darks- has what like seven pages for mid <laughs> you know well, i've got technically three pages. It's more than that. <laughs> oh, i've got three pages just for leona <laughs> uh you know so it's all lends itself to different builds experimentation which i believe is is the real fun in the game i have at least 10 different room pages for jacks alone <laughs> yeah and of I course, mean, how, you're gonna how, have... how many different ways can I dodge? You know, like okay, sorry. <laughs> of course, you're gonna have your standbys. Your kind of one size fits all. Darkski has a standard support page in case he's playing support. It's very important to get runes and masteries on the support. Um, but there's a generic one that kind of fits fits all supports. Of course, they're not all. It's not optimized to the specific champion. Um, as they could be, but it'll work. It'll work. So uh, I'd say take your favorite role, the role you find yourself playing the most, uh, even your favorite champion in that role, and make one to two to three rune pages just for that. Then for your top lane, you know, mid, AD carry support, jungle, have kind of like generic rune pages that you can fall back on if you find yourself playing those roles. Yeah, if you're just starting out at getting, you know, level 20 plus, getting to 30, and you're looking to make room pages, like Compi said, a standard page for each role is kind of 
I don't want to say mandatory first off, but it's pretty useful. You need to be able to do any role that your team is placing you into. And if you have just an AP page and they're trying to make you play AD, yeah, not going to work too well. I've tried AP as AD carries. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, and don't make the mistake I did. I, I was about level 25 way back in the day, and I got all excited about Mundo. I was like, oh, I love Mundo. People say he sucks, and but I'm going to play him great. So I found this one guide on Mobifier, and I was like, I'm going to copy this guide. And I believe it was like armor pen reds and all crit chance <laughs> for the rest of it. <laughs> and crit chance runes were like, that was like the first full page I built. And oh man, they're kind of worthless. But I, I dumped a lot of IP and a lot of time into that when I should have just been building generic pages that I could use on anyone in any role. But That sounds anyway. like the best Mundo page ever. <laughs> <laughs> all crits. Chance. Oh, I, I hope I wish I could find that guy too, but man. Uh, okay, well, uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the emails, guys. We love uh, reading your emails and uh, responding to them. If you have any kind of questions, concerns, stories, artwork, send it to team at lowelo.com. Um, so now we're going to get into the iTunes. Shout outs. We got some uh, brand new reviews on the iTunes store. Five star reviews. We want to thank you. Give you guys a little, give you back, you know, give you some credit where credit is due. Uh, first up, we have Atron says, O Penis. Skyhawk1028 says, My console friends are concerned. I discovered LOL a little over a month ago. I've been playing nothing since. Went from a hardcore Call of Duty player to MOBA fanatic. Some of my friends on PS3 have thought I died. Found out about you guys in a forum and replaced all my music with Low Elo about halfway through. Learning and laughing a lot. Keep up the great work. Thanks for the review, Skyhawk. And, uh, you know, you might want to tell your Call of Duty friends you're not dead. All right. Uh, we have uh, Vissenberger uh, who wants to say thank you. My summoner name is Blick. Blickster. All right. Blix, Blix, Blixter. 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 <laughs> we have uh, Mad Matt 05. I love this podcast. Perfect mix of goofing around and real info as opposed to fake info. Uh, not only do I enjoy it, but I've been moving up through the ranks ever since I started listening. Great podcast. Thank you, Mad Matt, for the review. And finally, Last but not least, we have Bows and Arrows. Longtime listener, first time review. Yeah, so thanks for the five-star reviews, guys, uh, in the iTunes store. Uh, of course, this is only the U.S. iTunes store. If you have a review in, a, in another country, send us an email. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and we'll give you a shout-out because you deserve it. But the reviews really help us out. They really help us get the word out there. Uh, about low elo and spread the low elo love all around to the world um if you want to get a hold of us we've already said the email is team at lowelo.com be sure to check out our facebook page at facebook.com slash lowelo community uh there's always fun stuff being posted there people uh 
any kind of anything that we do, we always post it on the Facebook page. So check that out. If you want to get a hold of us directly in some personal conversation, uh, follow us on Twitter. I am at Lowelo Dave. Christian is at CTF nineteen ninety. Oh, oh, actually, um, I changed it. No way. Remember, remember when I said I was going to get rid of that obnoxious number at the end? Yeah, I, I, I did. What, what, what is your new Twitter? It's, uh, it is now C T Feltz. That's spelled S E E T E E F E L T S. No number at the end, just C T Feltz. So there you go. You just I, fulfilled, I, I fulfilled my promise. You made it a lot more difficult. You made it really <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> You're really bad at Twitter names. <laughs> okay. So one step whatever, at a time, man. Whatever Christian just spelled out, that's his Twitter. Um, and Darksky is at that Darksky guy. Uh, of course, also check out the website, lowelo.com. It's where you'll find all of our content, the show notes, uh, the music we have on the show, uh, articles, and most importantly, the stream, the live stream. You can click the live button at the top. Uh, we've got content running almost every night, so make sure you come in, hang out, and say hi. Uh, we're always playing games with the community. If you want to take part in those games, if you want to participate, make sure you are in the, the in-game chats, channels Low Elo, Low Elo 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, pop on in there, say hello, and it's a great place to find people to play with. If you're looking for other people of, of like mind to play with, then head over to the in-game chats. But I believe that that's it. That's all of our, all of our info. Everything you need to know about us ever, forever. So please, give us a call. Maybe we'll <laughs> hang out, have a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, so we want to thank thank Miles again for for coming on the show. That was a great time. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget, stay classy. Un, dos, y un, dos, tres, sí.
story opens with Fiddlestick's humming to himself while moving briskly about the easternmost summer chamber. He seems to be getting ready for a celebration of sorts. Fiddlesticks exclaims, Fiddledum, Fiddledee, can't believe this heresy. All these years, centuries, not a soul at my parties. One by one again. But they never remember. Fiddlesticks has been forgotten once again. He continues. Table set, cutlery, plenty of festivities. All these signs, no one sees that this day is dear to me. One by one they came. But they never To settle the score Send out the crows To fetch me their souls Now they'll never remember Nevermore Fiddlesticks' cries of frustration Echo throughout the chamber To ease his lugubrious demeanor Fiddlesticks sings Come with me and you'll see A song of storms is what I sing But instead of rain There's crows Fiddle-dum, fiddle-dee Bring me gifts or it's your sanity I will drain, drain from thee Drive you mad with fear <laughs> One by one again But they never remember I'll make them pay This is my last lonely birthday It's time to settle the score Send out the crows to fetch me their souls Now they'll never remember, never more A dark wind blows through my veins If I only had a brain I could think of ways to explain Why I feel so much disdain My heart just can't
Uh oh. Jeff is slinking. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh my God. That's disturbing. All right. 